Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash Jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen T. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfund.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meats at stayclassymeats.com, where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter, at Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. And we're back yet again. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 139 of Wide Men Can't Jump. Are you a hobbit? I ain't no hobbit. We literally had no clue what to call the show this week, so we just went with something funny. Are you a hobbit? And you never know. And if you're only hobbits are not listening to Wide Men Can Jump, and that's just because search, they don't get good podcast service in the Shire. Search that stuff up on uh, YouTube if you want to know. About hey, hey, wait a minute! You hush! You hush! You're not allowed to talk yet. I'm I'll not talk giving you whatever I want to. Uh, I don't you need. You sound no like a hobbit. I I am Gandalf. I require no intro. Everyone knows me. It's all good. I don't need no anthem. Nothing. Let's go. You approve that? Bastard. You a hobbit. Didn't. You, did you, did you approve the playing of that anthem? I'm surprised it hasn't been canceled yet. Well, whatever. Anyway, welcome back, ladies counts. and gentlemen. Plenty to talk about this week in terms of sports. We got a very special interview we're going to be playing later with uh, Stevie Browning, who I think was I was very thankful he joined us and we had a really good time talking to ain't Stevie. Uh, you know he ain't. Uh, mm-hmm. The TBT's been going on. The NBA is. Uh, they're preparing to come back. We got a little bit of a an update on what's going on there. Uh, Major League Baseball starts until baseball. But uh, at the top of the show, after the Independence Day weekend, which uh, we had Canada Day and Bobby Bonilla Day last week, we had Independence Day this weekend. Well, this past weekend. Um, Tim... There was a something that I wanted to bring up. Did you see the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? Uh, I did not see it, but I heard that the records were smashed. All right, for for those that don't watch the Nathan, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest is probably the biggest competitive eating competition there is, and there's enough competitive eating contests out there that if you tried to list them all, you wouldn't have time. 
But of course, everyone knows Joey Chestnut, the man, the myth, the eating legend. Uh, you know, he's been breaking necks and cashing checks in the hot dog competition for quite a while now. Um, do you watch the hot? Do you usually watch the hot dog eating contest, Tim? Or is that something? Well, uh, hold on. Here's another question before you before what? you answer that one. I'm going to answer your this question with another question. Oh, Are Canadians big on competitive eating? That's really the question. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not aware of any. I, I mean, I'm sure it probably exists in some form, but uh, I do not believe we have any. I've never seen it on TV or anything like that here, so I'm going to have to go with a soft no on that one. Yeah, you don't see a lot of Canadians involved in competitive eating that I would, that I at least that I remember. You know, you had Kobayashi, who was the the biggest one, but uh, Chestnut won the thirteenth title uh, that he has ever won by eating a world record seventy five hot dogs and buns in ten minutes. Whoo! <laughs> and. Uh, he has he has been he's been steadily destroying the seventies. Uh he has been just on fire destroying in the seventies. And he hasn't lost the Nathan's hot dog eating contest um uh, since twenty fifteen. Matt Stoney uh eight sixty two, Chestnut eight sixty in twenty fifteen. But uh, apparently he just got pissed off because Chestnut goes seventy in twenty sixteen, seventy two in twenty seventeen. 74 in 2018, 71 in 2019, and 75 in 2020. Whoo! I heard he uh, called out uh, world champion eater Bruce Pobans. <laughs> Listen, he may, there's one thing he may not be able to do, Tim, and that is destroy the bullshit that is Bruce Pobans. Um, oh, I thought you were. I thought you were going to say slam Andre the Giant, but anyway. Well, uh, here's some of the uh, just j- just for yeah. You know, I know competitive eating may not be the thing here. Here's the records Joey Chestnut holds. Are you ready for some of these? Mm-hmm. All right, grilled cheeses. Forty-seven grilled cheese sandwiches in ten minutes. The horseshoe sandwich. Six pounds five ounces of a sandwich in ten minutes. Now. I don't know what a horseshoe sandwich is, so I'm going to look it up. Yeah, Apparently, well, it is an open-faced sandwich from Springfield, Illinois. Consists of thick, sliced toasted bread, hamburger patty, cheese sauce, and French fries on top of it. I just heard what Ed Bogus is having this weekend. Oh, Ed Bogus so, had that two weeks ago already. He's yeah, <laughs> Ed Bogus. Ed Bogus lived in Springfield for a minute after he heard about that. I mean, they poppers. <laughs> jalapeno poppers. Joey Chestnut has eaten 118 jalapeno poppers in 10 minutes. My God. Uh, nine pounds, six ounces of pulled pork in 10 minutes. I feel like I could come close to that. Uh, chicken wings. 182 chicken wings in 30 minutes. Most I ever did was 50. And I tapped. 103 crystal burgers in eight minutes, 56 uh, kolach and cheese sausages. Uh, it says here 56 sausage and cheese kolaches in eight minutes, 45 pulled pork sandwiches in 10 minutes, 
5.9 pounds of funnel cake in 10 minutes. I feel like that would just make you puke, eating that much funnel cake. All of it would make you puke. No, no, no man is designed to eat that much that fast. Well, apparently Joey Chestnut is. Well, what I just sent you the picture of the female champion. He has been the uh, champion, uh, I believe, it's six or seven years running. She ate, I believe, it was either forty-six and a half or forty-eight and a half. And look at her. She's. Yeah. I mean, where where does she put eight and a half? Anything. I have no idea. She's just a tiny little thing. I mean, she's actually quite an attractive lady, to be honest. But boy, I don't know. I, Forty-eight hot dogs. That's a pretty expensive date, Nathan. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm definitely not going to get the uh, two for twenty at Applebee's with her. Twenty-three cheese, Philly right. cheesesteak sandwiches in ten minutes. Seven yeah, and not, a half. Pos- what is it? You're not even tasting that, though. That, that can't, no, that can't no even it's be, competitive that can't, eating. Yeah, but why would you ever want to do it? Food is for enjoying, man. Well, I guess he gets paid, but. Yeah. Seven and a half pizzones in 10 minutes. 13 pounds of salt potatoes. And, oh, here we go. Taco Bell. 53 soft beef tacos in 10 minutes. Now, I'm I'm asking for a friend, but is there any way you can get into this competition and just, like, not rush at all and just eat what you want to eat and tap out? (laughs) That's like I saw a picture of a guy. It said pie eating contest. And it was just a dude, like it, everybody had their face in these pies. And this one dude just had a plastic fork and it said, nah, man, just free pie. And I thought yeah, that was I mean, hilarious. Nah, no. This is, I mean, I guess, whatever. I mean, different strokes for different folks, but this well, does not interest me at all. This The man's list is insane of things that he's eaten. I mean, look, hard boiled eggs, 141 hard boiled eggs, uh, 121 Twinkies. 30 fish tacos in five minutes, um, 15 bowls of gumbo in eight minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm just scrolling through here. There's a lot of these. Well, I'm going to uh, tell you, I, I, I know what I don't want to be. Food? <laughs> I, I don't want to be Joey Chestnut's like uh, plumber and or maid and or toilet. Yeah, really. 25 and a half ice cream sandwiches in six minutes. Um 43 pepperoni rolls in Fairmont, West Virginia. So, uh, Uh-oh, for our Boggus. West Virginia people. <laughs> Boggus. I don't know. Ed Boggus, the challenge is out. 43 pepperoni rolls in 10 minutes. Yeah, so I, don't I, don't think, I don't think Boggus is really a quantity eater. He's more of a quality eater, I think. I think he's a quantity eater as long as the quality is up. But I think Ed, like many of us, Eats a lot when he's allowed to sit down and enjoy. Right, yeah, but he's a he's a like I'm a, you know I'm going to sit down and watch three hours worth of wrestling or something, and I've got my yeah. uh, I got my platter in front of me to consume while I do this. Ed is mm. not a I just got a, I went to the fridge and just ate everything that was in there kind of guy. Yeah. He, he's got some he's got some taste and some refinement. You're welcome, Ed. Oh, here we go. Poutine. Ah, the poutine. Chestnut is the world poutine eating champion. We're going to make the poutine. 28 pounds of poutine in 10 oh minutes. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh. Uh, I wonder, of course, like now, in all seriousness, like, is this bad for for this guy? 
You would think that would be really bad, but apparently from what I've heard, and uh, I just saw the picture of the Nathan's woman hot dog eating champion, and she is a very attractive young lady. She's not too shabby. But, um, and Chestnut also set the world Big Mac record eating 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes. Okay, that is just wrong on every level. There's no way that like one Big Mac is bad for you. There's no way yeah. that 38 or 32 is going to be in any way, shape, or I, I gotta Go assume that he like is a very light eater, except for these contests. And you would assume, uh, according to what I've read, he stretches his uh, stomach with um, with milk, protein supplements, and things like that to. Uh, to help uh, get that stomach I don't know. stretched. I mean, uh, you and I both uh, not small dudes. Um, if you really, I mean, I haven't done it in quite a while because I've been making the attempt to um, slim down a tad bit. But I mean, when you used to sit down and when you were, you know, when you would really cram at home and eat far more than you should, you usually feel pretty gross afterwards. And I yeah. can't imagine. Yeah, and I can't imagine. Like, okay, you just rammed seventy-eight hot dogs and buns down your gullet. There was an ESPN Sports Science about it one time. It was on um, on ESPN doing. Uh, I'll have to send you the link to it sometime. Where they actually had like what the stomach looks like when putting that many. And they blended it up. They blended up the hot dogs and everything in the buns and soaked them in water and shoved it. And how the body looked with all that inside of it, I'm like, there's no way that these guys don't just leave the stage and just go vomit. Like they have to. Otherwise, like, otherwise, I feel like it would kill you if you don't. Wasn't there a rule about uh, you, you, there's a, a time limit for puking? No, I don't think there is. Uh, let, let me. We will consult our our man since Shackelford's off with. Uh, the COVID-19 uh, unemployment rate here. He doesn't have it. He's just He just decided that he would stay home. Uh, the, we're going to consult took, our man Google. He's the Canadian, so he took the uh, Canadian emergency relief benefit, and he's sitting at home. <laughs> of course he is. Dude, that's a real thing. Really? Yes, it's called the CERB here. Uh, Canadian mm. emergency uh, relief benefit. Uh, you can get uh, twenty-two hundred Canadian dollars uh, every three weeks, I believe it is, or two weeks, uh, and they just send it to you if you've lost your job or are uncomfortable about working around the COVID. You can just stay home. The government uh, floats you a check. Okay, here's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest rules. Any food right. swallowed within thirty seconds. Uh, counts towards the total. An eater can be penalized for messy eating and disqualified if vomiting, if the regurgitation touches the table of or their plate. After time expires, eaters may relieve themselves however they wish. Okay, so you may have trained yourself to just ram it in there as fast as possible, hold on long enough to claim your victory, and then go spew. Basically. Basically. No, I wonder and, if they actually do, though. And to quote Wayne's World, if you're going to spew, spew into this. 
Yeah, right into Rob Manford's office. <laughs> There's a lot of people would probably like to puke in Rob Manford's office, but that's beside the point, though. Rob Manford blazing a trail for losers everywhere. <laughs> oh, Rob, we we Rob, hardly knew Rob you. Is, Rob is busy making some of the worst people in business look like absolute gems. Rob Manford, let's just go ahead and say it. Rob Manford is he has become a porta potty. He is just catching crap mm-hmm. all day. You know, just uh, let's transition from the eating because. The eating, I got to admit, it's kind of gross. Um, I don't know. I enjoy watching it. I watch the hot dog uh, contest every year. Yeah, but that's just like looking in the mirror for you, Nathan. I, well, I don't eat like that. I can't I have a hot dog unless I got a little chili on it, man. A little West Virginia yeah, there, chili. Now we're, now we're talking chili dogs. Ah, just put, food put some chili, a little bit of a JR's mustard. Yeah, it's good stuff. Maybe even some cheese, hell. Yeah, a little cheese is all right. Uh, No sauerkraut, though. I draw the line. No, no, no. I draw the line at sauerkraut. No, 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 no. So, so Major League Baseball had uh, 66 positives. uh, Yes. In uh, in, uh, 3,740 tests, which is really uh, actually pretty good. So, that's a a 1.8% positive. Um, even though everybody's having a heart attack about it, but actually that's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. good. Like, I don't exactly. feel like they need to, uh, I feel like they, they really need to be applauded because it's like, well, you know, they, uh, so, um, did well. So those people, uh, I guess 58 of those there were players and eight were, uh, staff. So everybody's been quarantined as I've been led to understand so that their second phase can carry forward as planned. So I guess we're going to see some baseball pretty quick. Yes, yes. Baseball um, should be, we're hoping, right around the corner. Um, I'm not sure. There was a few players who opted out. I know David Price. Uh, I believe was the man that opted out for. Is that the right name I've got, Tim? Yeah, David Price was. I think I believe he so far is the um, uh, biggest contracted player to bow out. Yes, um, but the LA Dodgers were actually thrilled that he decided to opt out after watching him last season. Uh, so Dodgers fans are rejoicing. Here, here I found a list. Here I found a list here. Here are the MLB players who are opting out of the 2020 season. It says here, uh, Mike Leak from the Arizona Diamond, Diamondbacks has opted out. Here was one, Felix Hernandez. After signing a minor league deal to compete for a rotation spot in Atlanta, the former Cy Young winner announced through his agent he would not participate in the season due to COVID-19. And then Nick Mark. Morkekis, the veteran outfielder, said he made his decision after an eye-opening talk with teammate Freddie Freeman, who recently tested positive for COVID-19. The Colorado Rockies' Ian Desmond, he announced he would not be playing. He had a detailed post on Instagram. Here's David Price. He sent out a social media message for the Dodgers, said he decided it's in his best interest of his health and his family's health for him not to play. And then here's a few for the Nationals. Joe Ross. 
He released a statement by the Nationals that he would not play for the personal health and safety of himself and his loved ones. His brother is a free agent pitcher who's also sitting out. Ryan Zimmerman uh, cited family risk and having a three-week-old child as why he would sit out. And Wellington Castillo, uh, he was a veteran catcher, became the Nationals' third player to opt out. He was uncomfortable playing because he has young children. So a lot of these guys are saying, hey, I've got kids. I've got, you know, family reasons. I don't think you can hold this against them, Tim. I really don't because this is a situation where we're looking at guys opting out of playing baseball who, even if they play, they don't know, one, when they're going to see their families. Two, they don't know what they could possibly bring home. And three, they don't really know how long it's going to go because – Let's be honest here. With the way things are going in the U.S. right now, we may not get much of a season of anything. You guys are so busy trying to ruin it for everyone. Yes, we are. And that's the American way, my friend. My my thing about it is this. Uh, Okay, I will not not blame any man for, or woman for that matter, for wanting to uh, put their family and stuff ahead of, their job or profession or any of that. No issue there. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, is that they make it sound like it's a given. Uh, like once you're in the bubble, you're not getting back out positive. Like they're going to quarantine you and keep you there until you're negative. So I'm not sure that I quite understand this. Okay. You're worried about the health of your children. Okay. Well, you're not going to get anywhere near them once you leave. And you're not going to well, get back out if you're if you're positive. So that I'm I'm not quite understanding the logic behind that. However, as I said, I blame no one. If you want to put your family ahead of your job, that is entirely your right, and I cannot hold it against anybody. Well, again, I think they're also thinking about, hey, I'm going to miss how much time at home with my kids, my wife, no, my kid, family. Yeah, but you did that anyway, for the most part. Yeah, maybe you not, did, but I mean, maybe not, I maybe, not quite as, maybe not quite as much, mind you, but and there yeah. are other people. I mean, come on, all kinds of people in the military are gone for months at a time and don't see their families. That's a bit of a. Uh, it's not. It's not not a reason, but lots of people do that. Don't, well, you can not, also. I think there's also something to look at here that some people are genuine, genuinely worried. About yes, this. and that's fine. If you're, I mean, but then I think you should say that. Yeah, that's my only my only issue with that is if that is if it's really the COVID, fine. Let's say it's the COVID, won't hold it against you. If it's for other reasons, some of which I, we will not get into on this show, um, then I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. But, um, well, I'll tell you this, Tim, and this is the the um, this is honesty from me. I kind of didn't, I didn't take this seriously. Well, I'm not saying I didn't take it seriously. I took it seriously, but I didn't take it as probably as seriously as I needed to at first. Um, when I would go out, I wouldn't wear a mask. I would, but then again, I wasn't going anywhere. You know, I was, I was staying at home as as much as possible. I would go to maybe the grocery store and to work and I would pick my kid up. And that was it. That was the only time I ever came, went out of the house. I didn't go anywhere. I would maybe pick up something, some food on the way home, but I would never eat in. I still haven't eaten in anywhere. Um, personally, I am now legitimately more concerned about this virus, especially after talking 
with my family as we have we we've sat we all sat down and had a, a discussion about it and what we needed to do i've become more genuinely worried about catching this and not so much for me but to pass it on to some of my family members and i don't want to go through that i don't want to deal with that and we've only had one and, and we're lucky here where i am we've only had one person in this county has passed, and that's it. I, I did know them. I, I mean, at the same time, I'm wearing a mask now. Even when I go from my car to work, I'm wearing a mask. If we have two people at work that are in the same room, we have to wear a mask if we can't stay six feet apart. Um, I went to the DMV today. I had a mask on the whole time. Um, yeah, there's a lot of this, and I'm genuinely thinking, you know, I don't want... I'm willing to do what it takes to try to get through this. I don't want to just half-ass, you know, look at it and say, okay, well, let's, you know, we'll, let's start opening back up. We tried that. It didn't work. It's time to pull back again, I think, especially for us down here. That's just me, and, and that, that's not a political thing for me. That's just my thoughts and my personal feelings. This is a real thing. This is a scary thing. And until we, and, and I don't think we're going to get a, a new level of normal again until there's a vaccine, but we need to try to get this number back down because we had it down somewhat and it's only gotten worse. And we're almost worse off now than we were when this thing started. So I'm genuinely concerned. I'm going to make a conscientious effort not to go out or anywhere unless it is absolutely necessary. And when I do, I will have my mask on and I will be staying away from other people. Oh, America. So wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, I'll tell you know, what, though. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I really think, I know we don't like to talk about this on this show, but uh, everybody was missing everything so much. And not just sports, just, you know, your daily routine, whatever it was. Uh, and then it looked there for, at least for, I mean, I can't speak for, I mean, Canada was different because I mean, the country is different, not as many people, blah, 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 blah. Um, but south of the border for you boys and girls, uh, when there was the first kind of a break and everybody went, okay, we got this thing licked and everybody just kind of stopped. Not everybody, but too many people just that weren't either weren't taking it seriously or thought it was done. And clearly, as I look at the COVID number for the United States of America today and have a small heart attack, um, somebody somewhere was not following directions. I don't know who it was. I'm not here to lay any blame on anybody. But clearly, the population, and, and you guys weren't alone. I mean, it was in Europe. It happened, too where people didn't take it seriously and, you know, or, you know, the old won't happen to me syndrome. And, uh, I mean, they took a severe beating. I mean, I, I and to get it back to the sports thing, uh, I can't blame anyone for not wanting to be a part of that mess. I have no issue with it whatsoever. Um, you don't want to go all the power to you. Yeah. And I'm kind of the same way. I'm looking at it going, you know, it, it's, it sucks. 
And, and no, trust me, nobody wants sports back more than us. I mean, literally, Tim and I are, are you know, you know how happy I was the other day to watch basketball? Oh, my goodness, it felt great just to see it. It was wonderful. But at the same time, man, I don't, and more power to these guys. And, and, congr- and the TBT is doing a great job, by the way, with the way they're doing things. They should be commended. They're doing great. They're keeping players safe. They're testing a lot. But, again, you, as you'll hear when we talk to, to Stevie Browning, it's still not 100%, you know? Right, but that, but that is also part of the problem. Is that, that is the flip side of the coin is it's never going to be 100%. No. That's never happened. That's never happening again. This thing is here now, and until they come up with a vaccine and or a cure, which, as we both are painfully aware, is probably uh, later than sooner, uh, it's a reality for now. Um, people, positives are going to keep popping up. That's that is just the way it is. Uh, I think the trick is is that you have to find. Uh, not the happy middle, but you got to come up with the protocol and what to do when it does happen so that we don't have flare-ups and that we don't get, uh, uh, you know, like for instance here, we had a family and they just had to celebrate somebody's birthday and they broke the rules, uh, didn't social distance. Too many people, I think the guy, at that time the gatherings here was, I believe it was 20, and they had over 100 people in their backyard and 62 of them, Tested positive. Two yeah. of them died. Two of them died for a birthday party. You know, okay, I, I realize that missing out on things sucks. It no does. Argument from, yeah, no argument from me, but I, I think losing a family member sucks a whole lot more. And I don't want to be responsible for that and won't be. So, which is a decision everybody has to make to get back to the, to the sports angle. And if mm-hmm. you are not, and if you're not comfortable being in that bubble or you're worried about your family or your grandparents or your parents or whoever's in your circle that is susceptible, then to be honest, you, as much as it hurts me on one level to see somebody, I mean, we haven't had anybody real big bail yet. So the damage to the game probably so far anyway is not too big, but I just, I can't, I can't blame anybody for doing it. I just can't. No, I can't either. Um, and, and we'll look a little bit more at, at baseball's return here in a minute. But speaking of people that have left, let, let's look at, at players who have already opted out of the NBA bubble. Uh, Indiana Pacers' Victor Oladipo has opted out. And the reason for that being, I think it's more than, than just the, the his, worry. His injury. His injury. His injury. He hasn't recovered yet, according to what I've read. Yes, he has not. Um, so Gordon Hayward has opted out as well, and, and this was one I didn't know until recently. Uh, according to this, Hayward's wife is due to give birth to their fourth child. Uh, apparently, he really, man, he, he must have really liked it out there in Utah with those rules. But uh, And apparently, he will leave the bubble to be with his wife should the Celtics still be in the playoffs at the time. Uh, if it happens, if he leaves, it's unclear how long he'd be away. So according to this, he's le- if if the Celtics are still playing, Hayward says he's leaving if his child is being born and it's due in September. I understand. 
can't can't blame him. Uh, Avery Bradley has opted out. Uh, he has, you know, that one. He was one who was against it big time. Uh, he and Dwight Howard. It's well, Howard though. <laughs> you want to say Howard has opted out, but you don't know. According to this, it says here it's unclear whether Howard will go with the Lakers to Orlando, but most indications point that he will be participating. He's been dealing with unexpected death of a, of the mother of one of his children as well as balancing his desire to continue help with social justice. The Lakers expect him to travel with the team. They are not signing a replacement player. So if he doesn't go, it will be a big loss to the Lakers. So, you know, Dwight Howard kind of leaving the Lakers on red here, if you could put it that way, and kind of a social media thing. He's got so many irons in the fire right now. I mean, he's trying – and social justice is great, and I'm not going to get into that. That's political, and we're not going to talk that, but – this is a guy who, who wants – he acts like he wants to play, and then he's trying to not play. He's dealing with you know, and, you know, everything going on with the social justice. Dwight Howard, and he's a, he's a big part of that team. So, I, I don't know what – do what do you think, Tim? I don't like when players hold teams – not hostage, but, like, how hard is it? Make up your mind. I don't care what the reasons are, yay or nay, that's your business. But you're kind of holding, the, particularly in this instance, where the franchise is kind of, okay, because isn't there some kind of rule in place that uh, they can only replace for a certain time period or something like that, and then you're stuck? Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, okay, maybe maybe he doesn't know for sure whether he wants to go or not, but at some point you got to draw a line in the sand and just go, okay, I don't really, for me, it would be like, okay, if you don't know, you've got until this date, which I would think has got to be pretty quick. And if you just still don't know, then that's a no. And I'm not going to count yeah. on you being there. And to, we'll quote, forward the, from there. to quote the great Canadian trio rush. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Correct. Uh, no, you can't sit on the fence with these kind of things. You either have to, either it's a yes or a no. I mean, and like I said, if you don't know, then that's pretty much a no, in my yeah. world. But, um, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I guess again, we're in uh, we're in uncharted territory. We just we can't really yeah. expect things to work. And be the way they used to be because they aren't <laughs> the way they used to be. So very true. Everybody, everybody is kind of, you know, kind of got our hands out in front of us, hoping we don't fall down. And, yeah, pretty much. You know, and and we're pro- and at some point, I think we probably there's probably going to be a slip. It's probably oh, going to happen. Yeah. Uh, um, and as long as they're ready to deal with it, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovich of the Utah Jazz was the first notable player to excuse himself from Orlando. Uh, He and the Jazz decided it was best for him to get surgery on his wrist injury and prepare for next season. So Bogdanovich will be out for the Jazz, and that's going to hurt them big time because he was a 20-point-per-game guy this season. That's the other thing that people have got to remember, too. It's been so long since we played that a lot of people are kind of acting like this is the startup of a new season and it's not. Yeah. Uh, you got to, you know, you got to remember there are some guys, veteran players or guys who have injuries who are going to go, you know, is it really wise for me to come back? 
we don't have a hope in, you know, we're not going to win anyhow, or the chances are we aren't going to win. So do I want to risk everything for a, you know, one in a thousand chance that we get the title or whatever, whatever your goal might be. Uh, I can see where guys are just going to go. No, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll have that surgery and go home. Thanks. Yeah. And if you're going to have a surgery, honestly, now'd be about the time to do it. Um, so Bogdanovich is out. Spencer Dinwiddie, this has kind of become a, a thing. He's been having a great year, averaging 20, 20 points per game with almost seven assists. He tested positive for coronavirus and uh, says here he might play in the bubble. He might not. He also might put Trillion in his place on his last name on the back of his jersey to signify the United States debt. We talked about that. Uh, but it, it did come out that he is not going to play because he's had multiple positive tests. So I do. Yeah, I did also, read he, he will be out. He also couldn't put that on the back of his jersey because it's not one of the approved slogans. I know. Uh, Kyrie Irving, another net. Uh, he's got the season-ending so- shoulder surgery a few months back. Um, and, and he was a guy we talked about that um, we didn't expect him to play anyway. So it doesn't look like Irving's going to be there. Again, we don't know what's going on in this guy's head. This guy, and I don't mean to speak ill of people, but this guy's taking a couple bumps to the head. He may need to be evaluated. I think coronavirus might be the the least of this man's worries. He may he may need a doctor of some sort. And I ain't talking medical. I'm just gonna go to the sidelines here, Nate. Well, okay. Oh, well, that means <laughs> we, I'm uh, I'm not in disagreement. Uh, taking the high road, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. You know, uh, speaking of taking the high road, Nate. Yes. The uh, the the list of uh, NBA uh, approved uh, slogans uh, today or Monday was the soft deadline for people to uh, submit their what they what they wanted so the league can make so Nike can make the jerseys. Two hundred and eighty-five of three hundred and fifty eligible NBA players have submitted their uh, what they're going to put on the back of their jersey. Uh, okay. 17 players have opted to just use their names. Okay. Which, which to be honest, is probably was more than I thought it would be. Uh, the yeah, it's a, one, it's a, go ahead. Yeah, the number one slogan, I have to admit, I don't have a problem with. It, it will be equality. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, I don't have, really don't have a problem with that one. Uh, second it's not political. It's not. It's, no, it's just it's, you know. Kind of means a lot of be. To a, means a lot of things to a lot of people, right? So no issue with that. Exactly. One. Nothing wrong uh, with that. Sec- second on the list, the one that gets a little bit more touchy, depending on who and where you are, is uh, Black Lives Matter. And, uh, yeah, I'd uh, expect that one. And and apparently after that, there are not very many other ones. So few that they don't list them. Well, there you so go. You're, so you're going to be looking at uh, a lot of equality. On the, which I don't know. Uh, I said I have no issue with any of this. Uh, I have no horse in the race, so to speak. I am not an American. I'm not a black man or a person of color. So I really cannot. I have an opinion which will stay my own because I think that's the wisest 
a course of action in these things. Uh, but if this is what they feel needs to happen, uh, I've kind of shifted my take on it a little bit in the last while. Uh, it's not hurting anybody. Uh, if yeah, you and like. you had to figure the you know the Black Lives Matter. That would yeah, be a, I mean, a big focal point. You know, That's just the, the time we're living in right now. And yeah. we're not going to get into, you know, our thoughts right. or, you know, who agrees, yeah, who disagrees knew, or what have you. You knew you, knew you were going to see it. It's going to happen. Um, so might as well suck it up and just, okay. But, uh, you know, I actually it, like the equality thing. I, I think that's uh, Yeah, I don't have an issue with that. The list of acceptable ones, which I actually found, um, I do think some of them are kind of goofy. Like Black Lives Matter, oh, yeah. right? Some people can argue that. Well, say their names. I never really understood that one. I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. I get it. It's 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 kind of like the Black Lives Matter slogan. So. Okay, uh, vote. Okay, nothing wrong with I that one. Okay, I can't breathe. Okay, I I, get, I understand, understand that one. I understand it, but I'm not really real big on that one. Uh, then we've got, uh, and I would have been okay with most of these ones. Justice, I'm fine with. Peace, I'm fine yeah. with. Equality, freedom. Um, enough seems kind of vague <laughs> for me. Uh, now, this one, okay, here's one that I, I'm kind of like, somebody might need to school me on this one. Because I thought okay. this one belonged to a... Uh, a group that uh, was on the fringe. Uh, power to the people. Mm. Yeah, it's, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, well, that, that one's fine. Well, what what was the? Like, I don't. I know we don't want to get into politics. What was the Black Panther? Did they have one the power of something? I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm not uh, sure, honestly. Okay. Um, Justice Now was another one. Fine with that one. Uh, say her name. Okay, fine. Um, yes, we can. That one seems a little vague to me. Um, that was uh, wasn't that President Obama's catch catchphrase? Oh, it could be. I I have no idea. Yeah. Again, um, not getting political. I just think that yeah, that was yeah, uh, President Obama's know. catchphrase. Um, what do we got here? Liberation. See us. Okay. Hear, hear us. Respect us. Love us. Listen. Prob. That probably would have been a better one. Listen. Well, listen. Actually makes that well. That you know. Listen and or listen to us. I'm, I don't have a problem with either of those either. Because that yeah. probably is something that probably needs to happen. Um, stand yeah, I can up. agree with that. Uh, I see now. This I don't understand. I am a man. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about that one. What was it again? I I, I missed I, that. What was it? I am a man. I am a man. Yeah, I'm not sure that I get the angle on that one. Of constant sorrow, I've seen trouble all my days. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes more sense. But um, <laughs> speak speak up. All right, fine. How many more? That's a tad bit vague, but. I, I get it. Okay, here's one yeah. I do not understand. Group economics. <laughs> okay. Not quite <laughs> that sure about kinda... that one. Okay, well, well I guess we'll I, go with that. 
I guess the angle is there is that there has been a very yeah, fairly decent argument made that some of that is uh, based on economic standing uh, and also uh, your color of your skin. So there, there might be the argument there. Uh, okay. Ed- education reform. Okay. And the last one is mentor, which I'm not quite sure that I understand that one either. But so most of them were there was nothing crazy. They didn't yeah. have any plan. You know, they they weren't going to let anybody put anything uh, too. Yeah, it wasn't going to get too or, risque or too uh, yeah. out in left field. Spencer Dinwiddie with the trillion thing was uh, confusing, but like, you know, okay, other than that. Say, they talked to Chris Paul. He's going to have equality on the back of his jersey. Okay. He says, I chose equality because it reminds us that in order to have real impact and change, we need to make a conscious effort to level the playing field and create systems that are not biased based on race, education, economics, or gender. All right. Hey, you know what? That, that, hey that's good, good on him. And that's, yeah, that's a fair, good reason. Fair and if that's, if that's the thinking and if that's the reason – then the only reason you can't that that probably offends you is mm-hmm. the R, is the R word that we won't talk about on this show. Yes, but let's get and, back to yeah. some of the players who have opted out here. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, he's out with the the shoulder surgery, so he will be out. Uh, so a lot of this isn't really coronavirus related. These are just some of the players that are out. Davis Bertans. Uh, according to the <laughs> according to this article, Bertans, or as we'll be calling him after he gets paid this summer, Ryan Anderson 2.0, oh, <laughs> overpaid Ryan Anderson 2.0 is what they're calling him. Uh, this is, was obvious candidate to opt out. For one, his team doesn't really belong in the bubble, and as they're the worst team and have very little odds of making the playoffs, and he has a history of ACL injuries and doesn't want to jeopardize that huge payday. For the next season, so he is out as well. Did, Kelly uh, Oubre Jr. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, did uh, you see the tweet about James Harden in relation? To I did this? not. I did not. What was the tweet? Oh, well, somebody being a somebody troll, and that uh, they felt he would probably thrive in the COVID uh, era because he really despises contact. <laughs> Kelly Oubre, uh, he has opted out as well. Uh, I'm trying to see if there was a reason why he opted out. Doesn't really seem like uh, he had a knee injury before the shutdown, so he's going to continue his rehab. So another injury reason. DeAndre Jordan is uh, opting out as well, and according to this. He uh, he's just probably looking for a way out of playing in the bubble before he found out he tested positive for COVID-19 because according to this, most of the net players are, are opting out. So a lot of the Brooklyn players are going to uh, just kind of not show up. They're, I guess they're kind of looking forward to next season. Uh, Garrett Temple, another Brooklyn player, he will leave the bubble to be with his wife in mid-September because she's supposed to uh, give birth, I believe. But if the, if (laughs) I'll say this, if the Nets with everybody out somehow end up making it to the conference finals, something, the fix is in. Trevor Ariza. You think they'll just rename themselves the Knicks? 
<laughs> they might as well at this point. Uh, Trevor Ariza, uh, he is opting out as well. And according to this, I'm trying to look why he opted out here. here. It says here, he's in reality. That I'm not seeing a reason why. I guess he just decided to opt out. Inability to shoot the three. Maybe. <laughs> it may be. Uh, Willie Cauley Stein of the Dallas Mavericks has has also opted out. Uh, let's see here. Ended up being traded to the Mavericks, and he is having another child, so he will miss because of that. Demarcus Cousins is coming off injuries. He's going to be out as well. So teams are still interested in getting him, but he's going to be out. Uh, but they're hoping he'll be back for next season. Wilson Chandler, another net that's out. And, uh, you know, he hasn't done much this season. So there you go. Another another guy out from Brooklyn. Courtney Lee of the Dallas Mavericks. He is opting out as well. Uh, it says here he's got a calf injury. So he's going to be opting out of that. Thabo Cephalosha, we announced that one not too long ago. Umba Mute will be replacing him. Uh, Cephalosha, uh, he had apparently, uh, an, he suffered an injury during some kind of police brutality incident that I don't know about. So Cephalosha mm. opting out. I missed that, apparently. Mm. Nick Claxton, who... Uh, if you know who he is, congratulations. You're one of the few. He has opted out as well. He's a rookie. Only played in 15 games this year. Um, again, he's just he's out. So, uh, if he would have played, though, for Brooklyn, he would have got some time, maybe gotten used to playing a little bit, but he's opting out. Kevin Durant was never going to play, so we knew that. He's still trying to get back for next season. And John Wall, who has been hurt for what feels like a decade, uh, will also be out, and he wants to start the next season fresh and ready to go. So there you go. 21 players have opted out in the NBA, and I tried to give you some reasons why. And um, we interviewed all of them and asked them, are you a hobbit? No hobbit. None have been confirmed. So <laughs> no, no, Nobody got back to us on that. <laughs> nobody, nobody returned our calls. Uh, speaking of returning from, your – Nobody from New Deptford? <laughs> I tell you what, you ever see those memes? <laughs> Put a gun to your head and you got to call somebody. And if they don't answer, you live. I'm calling New Deptford, baby. If I oh, to, if all I day to. long. All day all right. long, twice on Sunday, my friend. Amen. All right, let's take a second here. We haven't paid any bills this episode, and uh, let's hear from our great sponsors personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law. Social Security Disability, Unfair Insurance Practices, Family Law, Employment Discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. 
a new level of personal service. Whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meats that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality products out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. Thanks to our great sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New and Stay Classy Meats. Head on over, check them out, newlawoffice.com and stayclassymeats.com. Yeah, All right, that's, so uh, that's really accurate, you know, uh, new law office because they're they're in a new office. That's you, know, you hit the nail right on the head there. They really are, and, and we're glad nobody was hurt at their old office. Uh, there is they they had some issues there, which was kind of yeah, just paparazzi. <laughs> Stephen P. New bringing down the house, baby. So, but now we're glad everyone was okay. They had uh, an incident at their office where the no, it was late at night and then the building fell or something. And it was scary. That's scary stuff. Fell onto their building or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It could have been hitmen from Winnipeg. It it could have been. You're right. If if, I don't know if anybody's doing the math at home on one, but I'll give you a little (laughs) hint. That's hands. Jesus. Jazz handing dude. Well, let's talking about talk about. Are you a hobbit? There we go. That there's a possibility <laughs> that the uh, jazz hands there could be a could be a hobbit or could play one. Kenny Olivier could play a hobbit probably. Let's get into the TBT, which has been a, a good time so far. Hands a lot, What? He moves his hands a lot. He does. Not unlike, a, not unlike a hobbit, moves his hands a lot to get food in the mouth, you know, because you know, second breakfast and all that. Well, I'm, not, I'm not questioning you. You're right. Back <laughs> okay. you know, uh, to big upset in the TBT, Nathan. Big upset. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, but let's go ahead and just start breaking it down. We started over the weekend. Team Big X defeated uh, D2, so they moved on. They won 79 to 74. Team Brotherly Love, 87. The Stillwater Stars, 71. It's House of no, Pain. Noticed by Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Uh, yes. Okay. House of Pain, 76. They beat War Tampa, 53. Team CP3, 76. And the Primetime Players, 74. That one was a good one. Ended on a dunk because you had really, the, uh, the Elam ending. Like 
the wise men can't jump prime time players? Is that where they're at? That could be. I'm seen them in a couple of weeks. Makes sense. Then we had the the team I think Tim and I are secretly rooting for. Heard that. The Marvel oh, I'm alum. I, I'm not secretly rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, me too. Uh, AD Peoria All-Star 65. You'll hear more, you will hear more about that moving forward. Here was a good one. Sideline Cancer 93 against Team Hines 91. What a game in there by two points. And again, this is Elam ending rules. So it's, you know, they set a score and the first to get there is the one who gets it. So really interesting stuff there. Men of Mackey defeated Heartfire 83 to 79. Another good game. And then we have Armored Athlete 98. Power of the Paul Clemson's team 91. Then we started the second round. The Golden Eagles of uh, Marquette's alumni defeated Team CP3. They uh, won 76-67. to Team ALS lost to Sideline Cancer, the 22 seed, pulling an upset, Tim. Did, did you happen to see that? I, did, I didn't, but there's been a few. This is starting to look like uh, you know the dance here to some degree. There's a lot of uh, the seeding obviously was not – um, like, I don't know how they come up with the seeding, to be honest. Uh, it was just based on previous performances, I assume. Again, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think, like, the the buys into the round of 16 were based on, like, the top performances of teams. But, uh, but... They've been getting it wrong a lot. That's what makes it so wild is uh, you, you see these things in the way they're going here. But we've had uh, a lot of good ones. The Big X, let's see here. I'm sorry, not there yet. Bayheim's Army, the Syracuse uh, alumni team, 76. Men of Mackey, the Purdue team, 69. That game ended. The Red Scare eliminated Big X, uh, 77-68 in the second round. So that game went final earlier. And then... uh, See if I can find it here. I heard uh, Tyler Perry had 34 tonight for House of Perry. Good God. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Actually, House of Pain. Wow. Carmen's crew goes down to House of Pain, yeah. which is surprising. That's, that is the upset. No one was calling that. No one. Seed. They were, and I believe they're the. I believe they're the, the returning champions. They are. I believe, uh, if I'm not the, mistaken, uh, I believe that the boys from Marshall just chuckled and rubbed their hands together in glee when they saw that. Yeah, here it is. Defending champions, Carmen's crew, upset by House of Pain in the basketball tournament. So uh, Carmen's crew was the number one seed, and they end up they go down. Tyler Perry can do it all, Nathan. I am just impressed. Yeah, he, he really can. Uh, I'm trying to find maybe some scores here, maybe see or some stats. Um, David Lighty led Carmen's crew with 21 points uh, for Car, but that just didn't go here. It says here uh, House of Pain. Let's see here. Well, let me just l- l- read through this here. Uh, defending champs were upset in the first game on Wednesday and nationwide. Game got off to a slow start for the team as Carmen's crew made just 5 of 17 from the field. 
and only one of or its first seven shots from three point range in the first quarter. And House of Pain finished the first nine minutes, nineteen to fifteen lead. House of Pain the lead grew to eleven. Carmen's crew did respond over the next three minutes, and they turned a thirty-one to twenty deficit into a thirty-seven thirty-five lead. Carmen's crew ultimately took a lead into halftime, forty-four thirty-nine, and according to this here, Kraft, uh, that's the the player that uh, they mentioned. Kraft, Aaron Kraft, that's it. Aaron Kraft, who was planning to retire from pro basketball following the TBT this year, said after the game that he can definitely he definitely can't say no about returning next year. He suffered a knee injury while going for a loose ball in the third quarter. He was able to return before the end, but his absence for the quarter allowed House of Pain to go on a 16-2 run to take a 58-56 lead into the fourth quarter. House of Pain led nearly all the fourth, took a 68-64 lead into the four-minute mark, which set the Elam ending target score at 76. Illinois alumni team scored eight of the last 12 to win the game by eight. Mike Daum, or Daum? D-A-U-M, who played Ohio State during his collegiate career at South Dakota State, led House of Pain with 23 points and eight rebounds. Kyle Vanals had 16, Andres Feliz 15, and Malcolm Hill 11. And, again, David Lighty was uh, Carmen's Crew's leading scorer, and Debler was the only other player to hit double figures on that side. So Big X and Carmen's Crew both out, and those are the big teams in the area of Ohio. So Carmen's crew goes down, and Overseas Elite was looking forward to that rematch, I believe, Tim, but now they're not going to get it. Uh, Does that mean that this Overseas Elite team, uh, they just became the big favorite in this year's tournament? I don't think so. I don't don't think anybody knows who the favorite is at this point. There's too many unknowns. There's a lot of unknowns, that's for sure. Uh, You don't know, though. You uh, just don't know. Who we got on the board there, Nick? Oh, we got somebody on the board. Okay, I'm sorry. We did, we did. I, I, but you're the number guy, so. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'll tell you what, let's run a commercial here, and we'll we'll see what's going on, and we'll be back right after this. Are you tired of the same old average, everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. On Strip Cam Fun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires, and you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. StripCamFun, be sure to visit right now. at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on camp and have some fun. Well, we, we couldn't figure out who the, who the number is, so we're just going to go ahead and put them on anyway. So, uh, caller, you're on. I'm the cream of the crop. I rise to the top. I never eat your pig because your pig is a cop. I better yet a Terminator. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's, <laughs> what, what, what's the name of that team you were just talking about? House of Pain. House of Pain. 
Therefore, I nice. was jump around, tying and jump around. Mm-hmm. The only hit, but the only hit that mattered. Uh, no fun from House of Pain. <laughs> What's up? Oh, man, ladies and gentlemen, it's TR. He's back, and I legitimately did not recognize his phone number, and that's sad. But <laughs> nevertheless. Hold um, up, hold up, yeah. hold up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. TR, are you holding? <laughs> Am I holding? Is that what you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> are you a holding? I didn't hear. No, I, I got to hear the question. I'm sorry. Are you a hobbit? A hobbit? Yes. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Is that Lord of the Rings shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So you, do know, so you do know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if, you, I, if I know just, the just, current definition. Just, just you, you ain't no hobbit. God. Uh, say no. I'm not or say I am. You're not. I'm we got a lot of bad habits. Oh. I missed that. T are you still there? Oh. Uh, can you hear me? You. Yeah, we got you. There you are. Well, it's I'm 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 in kind of an area where you talk to Nate and then he disappears for ten minutes. Driving, I think I'm driving to West Virginia accidentally. <laughs> I can believe that. That happens here a lot. But Tr, what's what's up, man? Have, have you been watching any t- TBT? Have you been keeping up with any kind of sports? Anything at all? I just DVR wrestling. I work fucking forever, and then I get home and I fall asleep watching wrestling. All I got to say on that is that I still get a boner from Sasha Banks. <laughs> As if there was any doubt. Uh, you know, I'll They're say this. Fucking... Say this. The blue hair. I like it. it. It's working for me. I like it. Yeah, I, I got Brian Heffron to blow me, and I ran my fingers through his hair and imagined it was hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's the blue. Oh, that's poor, the, that's poor our friend, meanie. the blue meanie. Uh, no. Don't laugh at that. That's not an insult. Oh, but no, seriously, handle. she's so hot. She's so hot lately. I know Bailey's like coming together as a heel, but I can't even pay attention to Bailey because Sasha's so fucking hot. On that NXT match, man, if she had the second wave of the COVID and was snotting on the nose, I went right for it and licked it out. God. (laughs) Jesus. I miss you. I miss you so much. But I know, he's a legit boss, baby. Can you expect some people who will eat cheesesteaks with cheese whiz on them? I mean, <laughs> but um, so you're keeping up with the wrestling. I know you're a big AEW fan. Uh, I I want to know what's your thoughts your uh, what's your thoughts on Orange Cassidy? I'm not the biggest fan. What about you? I think we touched on this before. I, I like to do. Uh, I, I would probably. It's hard to tell about anything right now without crowds, but um, yeah, for a gimmick like that, uh, it shouldn't be on TV every week. I don't think, but you know, I, I still get a kick out of it for what that's worth. 
FTR? You like FTR? Do you like what they bring to the table? Like what they're doing? Well, well, fuck you too. Yeah, fuck TR. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, not that, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I did, fuck I did pop Bush really that. hard. I, I did. <laughs> you sound like a lot of women I know, uh, but but not in a good way. The uh, I did see uh, the thing about I think. You, <laughs> Somebody put FTR on. Uh, I think it was actually was it Tony Khan and TR commented, "What did I do?" And I popped so yeah. hard for that. That was so funny. Yeah, I was dying. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a name that they came up with. Uh, I mean, obviously their hashtag's been that forever, but you know, sounds like they know you. I didn't think they. Hey, you never know. Um, hey, uh, can we expect a managing gig to come shortly your way? Well, yeah, I mean, you could easily you, know, you, you could easily know. be the uh, mouth of the probably, south. Probably the second best uh, option, and the other option kind of blackballed himself from all that stuff. So, but hey, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm kind of bigger than them still, even though I'm not <laughs> even with them that much at all. But they're they're decent sized guys. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah, they are. And you don't want the uh, tag you don't want the manager being bigger than the wrestler. Yeah, I mean DDP, it didn't really work out for him, and that's kind of why yours truly here has never become a manager either. I've always wanted to, but I'm like most of the guys that I wrestle, I'm bigger than, so you know. Oh, that's you just reminded me when you talked about your size. Uh, I've been meaning to tell you guys this, Tim. You'll get a kick out of this if I if I have the balls to do it. Uh, at my workplace, uh, a newer guy is like spitting image of Nate from the side. If maybe not as husky, but same, you know, uh, dark beard, bald head, glasses, the whole help oh, sightings on uh, his show. We missed part of that. Go back, rewind ten seconds. You kind of cut out there. We, I, last I heard was he. I heard you're describing this handsome man. Uh, after that, I didn't hear anything. Okay. We ready? Yeah, go, go ahead. Um, Scott Van Pelt has a segment on his show where people take pictures out and about of people that resemble him, and they That's tweet right, it, yeah. and then he shows it on the show. Uh-huh. Okay, and... <laughs> oh, I, I I thought you said I we lost them. My my bad. Um, so there there's a gentleman that that, that I work with that's that's a little bit newer. If I get the balls to take a picture of him when he's not looking, I'm going to send it to you guys because it's an eight bush lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few of those running he's around about, out there. Dude's about there six four six five. You're you're what six five? About six four six five, depending. Same, same height, uh, bald head, dark beard, glasses. He's just not as thick as you, but from the side, I said, fuck, Nate's working with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you and I would be allowed in the same place working together. I think we'd end up getting fired. No, I'm I'm a different animal at work because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I would get you to learn all the shit that I don't know and then whisper to you to fucking help me out. Imagine you (laughs) two in in a truck together just driving around Philadelphia all day long. We'd eat good, I tell you that. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely eating. Well, good's not a not a proper word for what I'm eating, but I'm eating <laughs> enough. You're eating quantity, way. but not quality. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, we do. Milkshakes are my friend lately. Oh, I love the milkshake, dude. I'm all about that. We'd uh, we'd end up at Tony Luke's or Pat's or Gino's every day. I think get those amazing yeah. cheesesteaks. I I had to call tonight because I, another thing on the tip of my tongue has been Tim. Uh, you know, I, we bust balls over the years, but Tim lives in the greatest country in the world. Apparently, this fucking uh, Amen. The United States is the fucking goddamn uh, Zimbabwe or fucking Iraq or Afghanistan. All of a sudden, well, except I'll tell you. you know with with Twitter, the amount of uh, COVID cases I have in my town of uh, seventy-five thousand people is zero. Unbelievable. Well, so, my we county currently has thirty cases. Hole. Your town, what? My my county has thirty cases confirmed over the past few months. Only five or six active right now. But of course, that's. Uh, that's that's up from what it was. We were down to where there were no active cases that we knew of, and then everybody decided to go to the beach. So, but nevertheless, not going to get into that. Yeah, we yeah. shouldn't jump down that rabbit hole, but uh, apparently um, Democrats don't want to weaponize Tim and Canadians. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Weaponize the virus against him. I miss. We we. Yeah. Hey, Tr. Here's a little something for you. This this is for you, Tr. This is for you. This is the time you found out who was uh, the guy that that uh, came up with trust the process. This was your thoughts about what we should do to him. Well, and we got to find him and execute. Uh, we, we also got to find that find that clip and execute that because I won't get any jobs anymore. <laughs> well, it's now a bad time to tell you we've sort of made it kind of a staple the last little bit. <laughs> nah, we since found out it was the harmless Tony Roden. I think we found that out in the uh, in the trivia thing, right? Yes. We did, we did. Tony Roten was the guy. And uh, what what I'm uh, what's funny about it is you know we talked to Stevie Browning, who's playing in the TV in the TVT with the Marshall alumni heard that squad, they beat the Peoria All Stars the other day, um, and Stevie and their team are playing the Money Team, which is uh, Floyd Mayweather's squad, and there goes Tom. We lost him. <laughs> As I talk. As I sit here and talk to my computer, I guess my story you know, wasn't interesting enough. As Thomas, is it? Is it just you know, this podcast so so mirrors real life? It really does. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it really does. You know that? <laughs> I, had, I had no, I had no idea that we were a reality show, but apparently. <laughs> Sometimes real stuff is the funniest stuff, and that right there. If you ever wanted an inside peek, 
And what wide men can't jump board meetings looked like. You just got one. <laughs> just TR running in, saying what he has to say. And I guess he he probably lost service would be my yeah, guess. But <laughs> saying a bunch of outrageous stuff and then and then fleeing into the night like Paul Rivera. And then you'll and then you'll hear from him again in about three months. But <laughs> And he'll act like he talked to you yesterday. Yeah, like so. Anyway, like I was saying, I love when I love when TR calls because I love when TR calls because the sensors are ready, man. They're ready oh, to go. You know how many calls I'm gonna get? You how know, many? All, well, I mean, the FCC, the <laughs> NBA, you know, the sports people be all over me. The FCC, the ACC, the Pac-12, the Big 12, they're all offended. I mean, but, Tony, Tony, Tony Rutten's lawyers are going to be calling them. Yeah, Tony Rutten's lawyers. and, <laughs> and the, the government of Canada are probably going to give me a call and go, come on now, man. Don't be giving away those coronavirus secrets. Shush. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, we'll give TR a second in case he can call back, but I, I'm not hopeful. But before uh, we got to deliver some extensions. (laughs) But uh, let's see here. Before we got one more commercial to take, so we'll go ahead and take that. And uh, if Tr calls back, we'll get him. If not, we got some other things to to make a. We'll finish our TBT talk, and then we'll be right. So plenty to come right after this. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. All right, so where we left off, uh, we were talking about the Red Scare and, okay, excuse me, Carmen's crew went down and heard that are on the docket as they're playing the money team. And we went over the money. We talked about the money team with our interview with Stevie Browning. We'll be getting to that here in just a minute. Overseas Elite will be playing Armored Athlete. And then the 10th and 11th, so we're looking at um, Thursday, or excuse me, we're looking at Friday and Saturday, if I get my days right here, will be the quarterfinals, the semifinals will be Sunday, and then on Tuesday of next week, we got a $1 million winner-take-all championship game. And that will and the, the TBT will be over and done with, and... You know, it goes quick, man. Like, normally it's a lot bigger. It's more spread out. But uh, I think they've done a pretty good job so far here as we're already we're in the round of 16. We're about to cut it down to, to eight here um, by after tomorrow. So after tomorrow, we'll be down to eight eight squads. And then we're going forward. 
All right, I got a text from TR. Bad area cut me off. Now back to what he was doing. So thanks, TR. We really do appreciate you calling. And uh, we'll be in touch again soon, I'm sure. Don't you think, Tim? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, we we love TR. If we didn't bust on him, we wouldn't love him, you know? That's a hard hard no for me, neighbor. (laughs) Oh, please. But anyway. Can confirm. All right. Well, Tim, you know, we've put it off and put it off here. We got a chance to talk with Stevie Browning. And for those that haven't heard Stevie on the show before, Stevie's a a Marshall alumni, alumnus, whatever whatever the term or the phrase is. Uh, he has been Dude, on the show he before. Went to school there. Yes, <laughs> yes, he did, and he also went to high school uh, around the same time I did as well at Logan High School. And uh, you, you'll find out. Trust me. Was he there uh, all but... five years? You were there, Nathan. Oh, shut up! I wasn't there that long. I was an honor student. You can go to hell. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Stevie. Uh, what? I got to come down there? <laughs> yeah, re- buddy. You're about dead on, uh, but Stevie's a, he's a great guy and he's playing in the Marshall. He was playing pro ball for a while. He gives us a little bit of an update on what's going on with him personally. We hear back from, uh, <laughs> we hear about him and the local rivalry of Logan and Chapmanville. We hear that. Then, uh, we will hear about what it's like being at the TBT, what's going on there. Who's, you know, how things are going. So, you know, it'll be it was an interesting talk, I thought, don't you think, Tim? I agree, but uh let's uh let's let the listeners uh get a little bit of ear candy. Okay. Well, let's start talk with Stevie Browning and then after that we'll be back and we'll wrap up the show. Here we go. We are in the middle of the TBT live basketball tournament going on right now. If you're not watching, what are you doing? Are you still watching reruns of that old Cincinnati Reds game? Get off it. The TBT is happening right now. And joining us as a player in the TBT as we speak, friend of the show from my hometown, representing Logan, West Virginia, it's Stevie Browning. Stevie, welcome back. Thanks again for uh, talking with us a little bit. Appreciate you guys having me, man. It's always fun to be here. Always good to have you. And, uh, Tim, we're going to let you lead off of the question. Well, let's, uh, let's get right to it. Um, how have things been in Columbus for you so far? Um, I mean, we've had a lot of free time. Uh, you know, we get, we get about two hours a day to practice and shoot around. And other than that, really, you're just finding time, finding ways to get through the day. You're stuck in the uh, hotel all day and watch. Uh, you can't go over and watch the games. You got to watch them on TV. So, really, it's just you're spending a lot of time with your teammates. Um, we played a lot of cards, a lot of spades, a lot of tunk. We played, uh, you know, tried to play a lot of a lot of Call of Duty. But other than that, it's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it gets a little boring. I was gonna say, are, are, you know, this does not really sound very exciting. Oh no, it's not. I mean, it's not, but. You gotta have the end, the end in sight. With all right, we're doing this for a reason. You know, we got a chance to win a million dollars, and 
is definitely worth it. All right, so let's look at that angle for a minute. For for a lot of guys, okay, obviously you're playing for the million dollars, and that's you know nobody's going to scoff at that. Um, are you looking at because uh, you signed in what Serbia? Is that correct? Oh no, I haven't signed yet. Oh okay, I, well, darn that Wikipedia. I know better than trust them. <laughs> no, I haven't signed yet. Okay. Um, well, they right. did. They so, did say. They did say on the uh, on the show the other day that he was playing in Serbia, and I was like, I don't think that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I went ahead and went. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I knew he played in Turkey for a minute in Greece, but yeah, I, I don't know about Serbia. Turkey, Hungary, Greece, and Slovakia. Yeah. Well, maybe they said Slovakia. Well, I, I heard them wrong. I, I quote: Browning has signed with Inter Bratislava on September 12, twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was that's in Slovakia. Okay, so that's but that deal's that deal's done then. Oh yeah, yeah, I got hurt. Okay, uh, so around December and came back. Okay, so then let's let's take it from that angle then. So you're playing in the TBT. What's uh, obviously you must be somewhat interested in using it as a showcase to get employment somewhere else. Oh, absolutely not. Um, I'm coaching. No? I'm coaching in Marshall. Oh, well, here we go. Now stuff's coming out that nobody knew. Or that changing I didn't direction. Know. Yep. Yep. Changing direction. I figured it was about that time. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's rough being overseas, but yeah, I had a good time, made some money, ready to get on with the next chapter. Fair enough. Um, did you, did you buy any, Chance know uh, Shana Gore? I do know Shana Gore. <laughs> All right. I figured you probably Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. This is a small town, dude. Because her experience overseas turned out to be not, not so great for her as it turned oh, out. Oh, we, uh, we went to high school together. Yeah, I know Shana Gore. Oh, okay. All right, because we had her on the show. She was a very nice lady. Um, I guess, yeah, well, okay, so you're you're going to coach at Marshall, you said? Yep. Are you are you well, coaching under Coach D'Antoni, or, or is it just being an assistant, or, or like what's your coaching role, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I'll be a, I'll be a grad assistant, so I will be directly under D'Antoni. Ah, okay. Sorry, Tim, I didn't mean to step on you there. Go no, ahead. that's all right. I'm just uh, I'm I'm trying because this was not mentioned anywhere, so this is all news to me. Not that I've got. Oh yeah, I haven't. There. I mean. I mean, the people around me know it, but I haven't really went out oh, okay. in the public and, and said it. So, okay, so yeah. all right. So if you're going to you have now, Stevie, that, I hate to tell you that, but you have yeah. now. If you're oh, coaching at Marshall, um, what do you know, or if anything, about uh, the NCAA season coming up? Because there's been a lot of talk about uh, whether it's going to fly or not. This fall. yeah, I know it, it, it's all crazy. I know that the. Uh, Everybody kind of reports back, is supposed to report back to Huntington um, around the 10th of this month. Um, so we should get a better feel for it then. It wouldn't surprise me if if, if it was not really a possibility to play this year. I'm hoping it's not like that, but it wouldn't surprise me just with the way everything's going because they won't, they won't be able to keep everybody in a bubble, really. You couldn't do that for all colleges and stuff. So, I mean – and you look at other some of the leagues that's already been closed. You know, it's a it's a toss up, really. Yeah, I mean, I'll be 
I think we're going to struggle. Um, I'll be surprised if the NBA finishes this season with the way things are going at the moment. I mean, but the TBT has had uh, – they've had some success, though, so far. I mean, they've had one team drop, and now oh, we're looking a, at – um, They've had a lot of teams drop, actually. Um, well, they had a lot five. drop. Before, yeah, they had some drop, but, I mean, in terms of, like, during play. Once play started, I'm, they've only had yeah, the one. Yeah, once play started, there's only been one. Um, and it's weird because they were – when you get here uh, – like, we've taken four coronavirus tests since we got here. And we've been here six days, seven, six, yeah, five or six days. Um, the team that failed, they failed on that third day, and they were positive tests then. So, I mean, that's the thing. You don't – it can sit in your system for a while. So, there could be people still playing right now with it in their system. You just don't know. And just yeah. pass the test because it doesn't show up yet. Yeah, and that's the scary part. The longer you're there with negative tests, obviously the better off it is, which is why a lot of uh, NBA – that's why the NBA was getting so many people into the bubble as early as they could. So if there was a positive, they could detect it and know what to do. Um, I will say this. uh, Watching the TVT, now we're kind of shifting gears from Stevie's coaching career, which congratulations on that. You were also um, an analyst there for a minute at at Marshall, if I saw correctly. Yes, I yeah. was. I did the women's game. Yeah. Yeah, you you took office. my job. You took the job I wanted. <laughs> well, look, I, hey, I'm sorry, but... It's okay. Hey, that's something, it's that's okay. something that, I've kind of, that I've always wanted to, to get into and see if I, if I liked it. You know, I got on it, and I guess I did a pretty decent job, and they, they asked me to come back for the rest of the year, so I said, okay. There you go. There you go. I mean, you can tell Steve Cotton. I said, "Hey, by the way, if you want to," but that's no, my, I mean, you did. Oh yeah, Steve me, and Cotton, me and Cotton sat. We were uh, we were always right next to each other on the planes when I was in college because Browning and Cotton are right next to each other. Yeah, so that's my guy. Oh yeah, Steve's great. I always enjoy his work. Um, yeah, he's the voice of Marshall. If you don't know, Steve Cotton is, and you live in West Virginia. What are you doing? But let's well, talk about the. Um, Let's talk about the tournament. You said you checked in. You had four tests, and they've all come back negative, which is wonderful. Uh, you guys had the first game on July 5th, which was Sunday, playing it nationwide. And the way that the building is kind of mapped off here, they have it set up to where it's like just – a. it almost looks like you're playing in a gym somewhere, not in this yeah, huge no. nationwide arena. They did an absolutely great job at that because, you know – especially for a team full of shooters. You don't like to see empty background. Um, they did a great job. They hung cur- curtains on three sides of the on three sides of the court and left the uh the one the one end open just so you could get all the camera angles and stuff like that. But they did a great job with making it feel like it wasn't too big for no fans. Um, and you know, I don't I'm sure people have watched our game. We did a really good job at bringing our own intensity. And I feel like we kind of created our own environment as if the fans were there because of the way we were talking, yelling, talking trash. Um, you know, it was just, it, I had a lot of fun with it. And, you know, you really couldn't even tell that the fans weren't there, honestly. 
Yeah, I was listening in to, uh, as you guys were running up and down the court, there was a few, uh, and, and, you know, on both sides, I heard uh, the, <laughs> the eight-second delay go quiet for a second, and I'm like, uh-oh. And uh, <laughs> next thing you know, you guys are, are all running up and down the court, and I was like, ah, there's some trash talking going on, which is cool. Which is cool. But um, I wish they would. I wish they would. Obviously, censor the cuss word, but I wish they would uh, do more with hearing the players on the court because, I mean, some of the stuff that's said out there is hilarious. Oh, and I'm sure. Would bump those ratings up as, as if they needed it, but if they bump those ratings up even more. That's great. Um, the I do need to ask you. I only got to play twelve minutes and fifty two seconds, but that was because you sustained an injury. Um, ankle, knee, something. Is first, how is it? Are you going to be able to go uh, Thursday, which is tomorrow, as you're listening to this, or are you going to be able? Or is that an old injury that maybe you reaggravated? No, I just jumped and I uh, came down and, and I twisted my ankle really bad. Um, and, you know, it's got better every day. Uh, I'm going to push the play tomorrow, but I'm not promising anything. Um, it's still a little swollen, but the mobility is getting back. And you know, I, f- I think that if it uh, if it gets – continues to get better like it has in, in, the, in the time frame that it – it has in the past two days. If it stays on that course, I think I should be good to go tomorrow. Well, good. That's what we like to hear. Um, but you came out whenever it felt like maybe you guys kind of had victory a little bit in hand. I mean, you were in control. Let's say that. So yeah, yeah. you you were definitely in control, and everybody was playing and on the move and, and playing well. And the announcers were talking about you guys and the way that you push the tempo and you run and you run because that's a Dan Tony ball system. You guys oh, went out there and pushed the tempo and you kept mm-hmm. Peoria who was, uh, they look tired. Let's just say that. Uh, do you think your tempo is what helps you guys propel yourself to the win? Not only that, but shot, everybody shot well as, as well. Um, and the crazy thing is, is, you know, I don't think that we shot the ball well. Um, but our tempo was was very good. Um, and we got a lot of open shots. We had a ton of open shots just based off um, our guys picking and rolling, rolling hard to the rim, collapsing defense, and then getting out in transition and finding those those shooters. But, you know, that's – I mean, that's, that's what we do. That's what D'Antoni teaches us. Um, and, you know, I've had all these all these guys who didn't, who didn't play at Marshall – on our team, they just keep telling us, man, like this is the funnest I've ever had playing basketball. And it's because it's true. I mean, everybody eats. Like it's not, it's not, you're not going to walk it down. You're not going to run a play. It's hey, you've got to know how to play. We're going to come down and we're going to pass the ball quick. And if you got a shot, you better take it because everybody else is doing the same. But at the same time, we're very unselfish. If you go through and look, our assists are crazy too. We had the most assists in the game so far in the tournament. So, yeah, 22. It's a fun brand of basketball. We shoot a lot of threes. We get a lot of lobs, got a lot of dunks. Um, and I think that's why, I mean, the TBT shouted us out and said that we are maybe the most exciting team to ever come through the tournament to watch play. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I think you guys, you guys were fun to watch. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's a, I was, I, it, it's fun to be a part of. Yeah, I was watching you guys play Sunday, and I was enjoying it. I was kicked back on the couch, and uh, I saw you had a, a couple dimes early on there, and I was like, "What's Stevie go out there?" And then uh, I saw Ott Elmore out on the court. And for those that don't know Ott Elmore, he looks like, and the announcer said this on on the air. They said he looks like a guy you'd see at the Y playing ball, just to look at him. Ah, Elmore's got skill, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what anybody's got to say. They know who he is now. Oh, yeah, Um, they do. But this is – I don't know if you remember a few years ago when Marshall played WU in the tournament. I do. He he went viral then, too. Um, He did. Yeah, but he – yeah, that's the type of stuff he lives for. Like, he he doesn't care what people say about him. Um, he's gonna have that same swagger, and 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 he's gonna come out and if you if you give him an open shot, he's probably gonna knock it down. Yeah, and he does, he does for sure. Um, Tim, what did you see out of this game that you know you might want to bring up here? Uh, to be honest, I, I didn't see a lot of it, but what I did watch seemed to me like the opposition just really didn't know how to deal with what was going on on the court. They were there, uh, but, but it was like, they kind of were surprised that you, like, as you said earlier, you're kind of not running a system sort of, but not really. And that kind of, it kind of seemed like it caught them by surprise. Um, I agree. And, uh, you know, every, in the words of Mike Tyson, everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. And, uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like that's kind of what we go by because, you know, we're going to play our game regardless of who the other team is, what they've got going on, what their defensive strategy is, what their offensive strategy is. We're going to be us, and you know, you have to you have to come out and match that match that intensity and and find a way to slow us down. And because if you don't, it, I mean, it can it can get ugly just off the style that we play, and that it's not the most popular style in the world, but, you know, it it works for us. That's Mullins, West Virginia style basketball right there, folks. In case, in case you didn't ball. know. Hillbilly ball. Hillbilly That's ball. right. Hillbilly it ball. It's not uh, Chapmanville Tigers ball? Absolutely <laughs> not. I reviewed that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh man, Steve's a graduate but, of Logan High, ladies and gentlemen. Chapman and Logan are uh, arch rivals. I am well aware. I am well aware that he's a wildcat. I just threw that out there. Yeah, I can't. Uh, <laughs> there will be no, no Chapmanville, uh, whatever tolerated when I'm around. <laughs> the Chapmanville, well, whatever. Well, I'll say this: you're going to have two Tigers on that uh, Marshall team next year, so. You, might want to watch out when you're coaching and grab a couple of them. But there's going to be a Wildcat, too. So, uh, not, yeah, not much. To... Look, they're, they're, and they're, not tigers. they're not Tigers anymore. I've adopted okay. them right. to the herd as long as, <laughs> as long as they don't bring up any of their old Chapmanville stuff. Because then I'll have to start talking about what I did in Chapmanville. And that was, that was Oh, bad. man. This is too much really? fun. Hey, no, no. When you've got, when you've got a, what, did you, you won the one state title when you were in high school? Yeah, I won one. But it was a okay. triple A, Chapman won two double A's. They barely count. 
Okay, so that's yeah, that's <laughs> they what I mean. Barely right? count. Yeah, no, they don't. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, they I mean, barely count. He said <laughs> three A's, two A's. That's if it's not AAA, I have a I have a tough time counting because you're not really the best team in the state. There you go. <laughs> I'll say this: that Logan team in 2010 was clearly the best team in the state. My God, so oh, good. No, no, we beat we uh, in preseason. We beat the team that won Kentucky State Championship. Yeah, yeah, and they were huh. Shelby Valley. Yeah. Did you even start on that team? That Logan team, Stevie? Oh no! Oh no! Uh, I didn't no, think we you a, did. We were loaded. I only averaged like five or six points. We were loaded. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Paul Paul Herbert wouldn't even send shout out to him. Noah Paul. Noah Cottrell. Yeah, Deion, I forgot about the, I forgot about him too. There was there was some ballers on that team. That that oh, might man. be the best team Logan High School ever had. Ever, oh, unreal, unreal talent on. This leads but me anyway. to the this leads me to the question of why is there not a Logan team in the TBT? Um, well, the TBT is very political. And you have to uh, basically you got to know somebody to get in. So we're already locked in right here. Um, and if you look, new teams really don't get in. Um, there was a hundred, I think, 170 teams that applied this year, and 24 teams got in. It. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't think Logan West Virginia is going to be able to put a team in there. I don't know. Mark Hatcher knows a well, lot I'm, of people. So. I'm normally- <laughs> I'm only going at it purely from a talent point of view, not necessarily a, 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 the, the tournament itself. But obviously, there's enough players from Logan that you could probably put together some type of team. We don't have the bigs, no question. Yeah, we wouldn't have the bigs to compete. Yeah, Lo- Logan's never life. really. Unless you could get Ron Gator, like the Ron Gator from back in the day, maybe you got a chance. If we could take yeah. everybody at their primes, it would be different. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But, but uh, the ones that are still playing, I don't know about it. It'd be bad. I feel like we're I feel like we're doing an episode of the Hatcher Show right now. If you guys were wondering, that's what it, that's what it turned into. It kind of turned into. But let's jump back here. I want to talk about one player that you played against, uh, and that um, in this in this last game here was uh, Travion Allen. From the Peoria All Stars, this dude had 26 mm-hmm. points, had eight rebounds, and meant he is a talent, an absolute talent. And he was the one who was really doing all the work for Peoria. You agree there? What was it like trying to play against that guy? Um, yeah, he definitely, he definitely is a is a very good player. Yeah, he was hitting tough shots as a defender. You want to force somebody into taking tough shots and if they make those tough shots then you've done your job and he's done his better um and that's the way i see it because you know I, i'm i'm a tough shot maker too so you know i take my hat off and and give give credit and respect to 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 the people who deserve it and he definitely deserved it because you know like i said a lot of those times we had hands up we played good defense we yeah. ran them off the three-point line made him take a tough contested two and he would still make it um, <laughs> yeah, he played, I did he played notice really that. well, but still, did. <laughs> he didn't play well enough. No, he, he didn't. Sitting at home with a fat L. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
not, not well, a regular mean, one, right? Let, yes, not a regular one. It's a fat one. Let me mention That's this. Fat. You got on this squad, it's not just Marshall alumni. Of course, you got John and Ahmed no. Elmore and Stevie and, and guys like that. But talk about some of the – maybe you got a couple teammates in that you want to mention that didn't play for Marshall that have um, come in. And, I'll go through them all. So, we got uh, first and foremost, Ja'Cory Williams. Ja'Cory, yeah. uh, I don't know if you are if you really remember, but Ja'Cory won player of the year in Conference USA my senior year. Yeah. Um, and then they went on to the tournament and they beat Iowa State, who had a loaded team that year. Um, they had Georgia's Niang, DeAndre Kane. Yeah, that was that was a good team. Kane actually was a Marshall player who transferred. Yeah, yeah, so, and they uh, were they were loaded and uh, and Jacory and and I mean he showed it the other night. He's a he's a different breed. He 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 doesn't shoot the ball, but he still gets whatever he wants. He was nine for eleven from the field. Um, and then we've got uh, Zach Smith from Texas Tech, who is might be the single most athletic person I've ever been around. Um he's like he jumps like Tavian Kinsley. He jumps like yeah. him but at six foot nine. It's it's incredible. Scary. Um and that's I mean you saw the highlight dunks that he had. Yeah. Uh he just he does it effortlessly and with ease and he's a big reason that we get a lot of open shots because people are worried about us coming off the pick and roll and hitting him for lobs so everybody's collapsing and we're Five three point shooters. Um, Chris Coakley. Um, if you're a Conference USA basketball fan, you definitely remember him. He went to UAB and he was a monster. Um, every time we played him, he was the focal point of our game plan. And you know his games actually changed. Uh, when we played him in college, he was on the block every possession, just burying people. And now he can step out and he's a good three point shooter. He's, he's really he, um, evolved and, and, and grew his game. He played for uh, UAB when they beat Iowa State uh, in the tournament. That's correct? who it was. Yeah, they beat Iowa State. Yeah, yeah, not uh, Middle not Tennessee. Middle. Yeah. But Middle Tennessee, Middle beat, uh, yeah. Middle beat Michigan State with yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. Middle beat Middle beat Michigan State. UAB beat Iowa State. Um, well, people don't remember that the. The Middle Tennessee squad was so good, and it's just yeah, they were, ridiculous. They also Jacory, they Williams, upset uh, Minnesota too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they beat Minnesota. And, yeah, yeah. They were so they're, they're tough. Oh yeah, and, and if you yeah. ever follow Conference USA and you were a Marshall fan, like we would play the games at the radio station when it, when you saw Middle Tennessee on the schedule, you're like ah. Uh, that's going to be a tough one, especially <laughs> it, if it's that middle. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it's the, like, man, uh, it's going to be rough. You got yeah. the Middle Tennessee flu. I hated, I hated middle. I hated their gym. I hated their fans. I hated everything about them. <laughs> but now you're happy Almost. to have. Now you're happy to oh, have him yeah. on the squad. <laughs> Love to have him. He can come back whenever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, and then our last, our last guy, our last guy is uh, Ryan Luther, who uh, he played at, at uh, Pitt for three years and then grad transferred to Arizona. Um, he had a great career. We played him when we were at Pitt, but um, man, he shoot. He's about he's six nine. He actually just signed to a high high level team in Europe, 
in Turkey called uh, Darshafika, and he uh, he can do just about everything with the ball. He can shoot it, he can dribble, he can pass. Um, he's sneaky, athletic. You know, we are. I mean, we really. I th- I legitimately think that we have a chance to win this, um, especially if I get healthy. But you know, it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take everybody being dialed in because, I mean, the money team is you know, they're loaded too. But I I just feel like everybody's just still. I know we had a big game and people were watching and the excitement kind of grew. But I still feel like people are just sleeping on us a little bit. That's why oh, I love yeah. to be. You got. I mean, I haven't, you know, because the, the way it's getting covered, you're not really, uh, the press isn't, it's just not the same right now. But right. what I have, but what I have read is, you know, you know, money team, uh, Floyd Mayweather, blah, 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 which is all well and good, but, and then it's well, and then it's these dudes from Marshall kind of, that yeah. kind of, ta- that kind of take yeah. on it. Yeah. But that's dangerous. If that's, in fact, you guys should embrace that. Yeah, and that's, what, and that's what, yeah, that's what we want them to do. We want them to, we want them to come in thinking that this is just going to be a pushover. Yeah, yeah. these guys are a bunch of nobodies. We got this in the bag because that's almost always a recipe for disaster. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and I want to bring up, you brought up the money team here. They've got a lot of high-profile names that people may have heard of. We talked about, you know, uh, Tony Roten, who, you know, former 76er star, and mm-hmm. uh, you better hope T.R. Shock's not in Columbus this weekend. <laughs> Uh, you got Thomas Welsh, who's seven, he's a seven footer, played at UCLA yep. for so many years. I mean, David Nurse, of course, was a head coach is related to Nick Nurse, so yeah, he's going to be coaching. And he was watching your all's game as they were interviewing him. Then there's TJ Fredette as a GM assistant coach. I mean, Nick Johnson went to Arizona. Jordan Crawford from Bowling Green. Bryce Alford from UCLA. There's a lot of names here that people will recognize. Stevie, yeah. I want to ask, are you guys with, you know, you got Gay Elmore as your coach. Um, are you guys kind of scouting? Are you preparing? Um, how do you go about oh, getting ready for a game like so, this? Um, Chris Duke, who helped run our uh, training camp, you know, he, he does all our scouting. He sent us, even for Peoria, he sent us a uh, very – detailed PowerPoint of everybody on the team, their strengths, their weaknesses, their percentages. And so, you know, he's doing the same thing with the money team. Um, and, you know, we, we dig into it. We make sure we know, but honestly, for the most part, we know most of these guys anyway, we know. So the scouting is, is, is definitely there. Did you play against Devin Williams? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. Um, I actually know I actually know him pretty well. Um, just being from, you know, Marshall W. I I went to Fairmont for two years. Um, we went to camp. We went to the same camps when we were little. Um, but yeah, I know I know him pretty well. Yeah. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a tough guy to keep off the glass, just like he was in college. Yeah, he was a great rebounder when he was at WVU. That's for sure, and. Yeah, he's got he's got good footwork too for a big guy. So I have to wait and see. Is there any kind of? No, I don't want to say not hatred, but let's say feeling of all right, UFWVU. This is the Marshall team. You know, we we're not exactly the Marshall team, but we might as well be. We, you know, we're called the herd. Heard that? You know, we're coming for you. Everybody talks about West Virginia this, West Virginia that. It's Marshall's time. Is there any kind of that going on? 
Um, not towards them personally, but towards the school, absolutely. Um, like I, a, a lot of those guys, I really like. Um, I mean, Tariq Phillips. I spent about a month overseas with him. Got to know him really well. He's a great guy. Um, yeah. There's a lot of them that I like, but when that when that WU is across their chest or that West Virginia, whatever it is, when that's across their chest, then that steps into a whole different light, and then you kind of get the mm, they're disrespectful on the way they carry themselves to us. Um, then you don't like them. Yeah, I don't. I don't like them. But off the court, yeah, I like them. Were you kind of upset that you guys didn't get to play best Virginia? Absolutely. I, oh, I wanted to play them so bad. I, I was dying but, to see that game. I wanted to see it so bad. And I knew they were going to match us up. I mean, you got to, basically. Kind of, you got to just because, you know, the ratings will be wild. Uh, so I knew that was coming. But, you know, yeah. it's unfortunate. And, you know, praying for those guys who, who got the coronavirus spraying it everything is okay with them, but, you know, it's unfortunate. We definitely wanted to play them. Tim, any more questions for Stevie? I know he's been on here and he's been giving us some great info. I got kind of a strange one in a way. Um, We talk about on the show a lot that uh, pro sports, basketball, that the the edge seems to be gone from, you know, the teams that everybody seems to be buddy-buddy and all this kind of stuff. Uh, would you argue that it's just that we don't get to see or hear like the trash talking and all that kind of stuff that the intensity is probably still there as much as it ever was just the media Absolutely. doesn't the media doesn't just give us that angle anymore Absolutely cuz i mean if you think about it Bert and Magic were best friends back then there was a lot of guys who were friends but you never social media didn't put it out put their lives out like that to where you could see them hanging out. But, you know, for me, I know that um, I'm a fr- I'm friends with a lot of guys who will, I'll play against and who I've had played against. But when you step on those lines and, and, and we're going against each other, um, you know, all's fair. You know, it's, it's all trash talk. And if I, you know, if it's going <laughs> to, if it's a loose ball on the floor and it's me or you, I'm going to make sure it's me. And, you know, I think that that's still part of the game today. I don't think that there's any loss in that just because guys are hanging out and and being friendly off the court. I don't think that there's any anything going on on the court that, that hasn't been going on for a long time. There you go. Well, Stevie, I appreciate you coming on here and talking with us and giving us a look inside the TBT. And, uh, you know, we hope – hope first of all, I hope your ankle feels better and hope you get to play tomorrow. want to see you out there. I know you tried to give it a go there on Sunday, but it just it just wasn't happening, was it? Yeah, it wasn't. And it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, don't don't take a risk when, when your team was up and, you know, you, they're going to yeah. need you. They're going to need you later in this tournament. Best of luck from all of us here, especially, you know, me and Tim. And, of course, you know, our oh, guy, and, Steve uh, New. I was just going to say, I tweeted Steve. He's busy, though, so he couldn't – he was going to call in, but he's uh, occupied. But I know he's a he's a huge Marshall guy, huge. Oh, yeah, Steve New. He's the man. And uh, we appreciate you, man, seriously, for coming on. And uh, after this next game, after your win, we want to try and talk to you again soon and hopefully get you ready headed for that championship so you guys can win that million sounds good i'll talk to you boys later. all right thanks day, stevie sir.
All right, see you. So before we started recording this interview with Stevie, we told him about, since he was playing Tony Roten, we told him about uh, Tom Robinson's thoughts on the execution of Tony Roten due to turning we are or trust the process into a a phrase now that the interview's over before we go back to our regularly scheduled uh show here let's uh let's take a listen to Stevie's reaction and then we'll be back to our regular regular show Tony Roten guy who does he think Tony Roten yeah one of our old co-hosts has a he's he's out to kill Tony Roten Stevie by the way it's pretty hilarious <laughs> Why? Uh, but he's a Philadelphia 76ers fan, but he hates the term trust the process. He hates it more than anything. And, like, he, he is dead set against it. And uh, he found out Tony Roten was the guy that came up with that phrase, trust the process. And this this is a clip of what he had to say. This I swear to God, this is a clip. Well, then we got to find him and execute him. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, uh, Remember, he's from Philadelphia, so the hate is strong. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed our conversation with Stevie Browning, now going to be graduate coach Steve, Stevie Browning, and uh, hope heard that rolls all the way, and hope they win that million, man. I really do, and Hope you like the little Easter egg there at the end, Tim. What'd you think? TR repping the Delco. Yeah, always. Always repping Delco, always. But, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Wide Men Can't Jump. And, uh, really, uh, you know, kind of all over the place. <laughs> Stuff we didn't expect here and there, but I think a fun episode, nevertheless. What about you, Tim? <laughs> Anything? Uh, no alright then <laughs> thanks Tim you're a, real, you're a real help here alright we hope you enjoyed the show we're on iTunes I'm like, podcast I'm like that guy I'm like that guy in the uh, major league movie that's in the booth with Bob Uecker that never says a word yeah yeah you're like uh, what was the, the longest yard Chris Berman and uh I think it was like Psycho Bob or something. It's like, say hello to the folks, Bob. <laughs> or maybe, uh, who was it? Uh, Jason Bateman in uh, Dodgeball. You remember that? No? <laughs> Paper needs new shorts. The bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works for him. <laughs> bold strategy. It's bold strategy, TR. <laughs> it looks like that he's going to put the looks like he's going to put the uh, the sheet over his face. Yeah, he will not be able to see very well, Cotton. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Stay> the obvious. <laughs> All right, we, we're on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, <clears throat> FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you find your favorite podcast, we're there. Share the show. Give shout-outs to the, the Herd That Squad. Go, guys. Go get them. Beat the money team and uh, make Floyd Mayweather eat that deposit money he put in. Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And we hope you guys had a good time. We'll be back next week with more. And, uh, Tim, anything else? Oh, wait. 
thanks to our great sponsors, Stephen P. New Law Office, Strip Cam Fund, Atomic Comics Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meats for making the show possible. Tim, there's only one way I know to wrap it up. Say what now? There's only one way to wrap this show up, and you know how to do it. Do it. Well, no, I, I was going to. I wanted to talk about something. Okay, we'll talk about it then. I was going to ask you about if you've seen that new video. What video? The uh, the new Desmond video for Constant Craving. You seen that? I have not. Where Ed Bogus drives by his sheets and kind of just stares. Big puppy dog eyes <laughs> out the window as he drives by. Oh <laughs> man, I I could see that. I could see yeah, that. The only way he's not uh, pulling in is if Whitney's driving, though. Oh uh, no, because I think Whitney kind of puts a hammer down. I think it's Whitney's in charge. Bogus is eating at home. I think. Yeah. Very possible. What I understand, Whitney's quite the cook. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was going to say uh, uh, I'm a little bit disappointed because I don't think Bogus got to dance, and it hurts my feelings deeply. Wait a minute. Did, did you say something about Bogus needing to dance? Absolutely. <laughs> You know, because you don't want to deprive a young lady of being able to go to show and tell the first day of school and saying, you know, my dad dances for a podcast. <laughs> we would never want to do that, would we? I want to be a part of that, Nathan. I, I wouldn't live myself. But anyways, yeah. I, 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 all the regulars. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Stay safe. Uh, what is it? I don't know what's coming up. TBT. It's got a little bit. Some uh, racing on the weekend, I believe. Is there racing going on right now? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sure. It's possible. There definitely, definitely will probably something on the weekend, though. I believe there's some UFC this weekend. So we got a little bit. Hold uh, up. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Tim. Yes, Nathan, possibly. If you're a hobbit, you need to tell me right now because I am making a fool out of myself. I can't rule it out. Um, if I showed you my driver's license and it says Frodo on it, is that helpful? <laughs> loosely based on her show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is about short, loud people living in a fantasy world. I'm done. Tim, sit us out of here. Get us out of here. Good night, everyone. Peace out. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com. StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, located at Facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, and Stay Classy Meats, where you can check them out at StayClassyMeats.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. 
Follow us on Twitter at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.